Hello, hello, hello. Happy freaking Monday. Welcome back to the motherfucking Raw Talk. I'm your host, Mariah Lee. If this is your first time, welcome, new bestie. Thank you for tuning in to the Raw Talk. Thank you for doing whatever the freak you did to get here. I appreciate it. I hope you very much enjoy me and you would like to come back. And if it's not your first time, obviously you loved me enough to tap in again to tune in yet another week you know what i appreciate that it's actually uh really cold out here but um unfortunately well not unfortunately i am still at home so i cannot smoke in the house so i'm trying to finish this blood as fast as i can because my hands are fucking freezing um yeah very much still at home very much acting like i don't have a job and a home to go to like i don't have bills to pay (laughs) but honestly truly i fucking needed to be here i needed to come home i needed a chance to be lazy i needed a time to figure shit out and even so then i haven't because i just hmm i'm very um i'm kind of like a nonchalant ass person but cares at the same time like y'all i don't even want to get into that because that's not even what the fucking episode is about but yeah when i came here i was literally supposed when did i get here i got here almost two weeks ago um two two fridays ago and uh i was literally just supposed to stay until wednesday and wednesday turned into thursday thursday turned into friday friday turned into this saturday so (laughs) i'm just like okay well that's fine i guess but yeah i'm bullshitting because i'm missing out on money and well i've been here i've been applying for different jobs don't ask me why i know i've been like really hyping the fuck out of this job but it ain't always what it seems to be anywho so um i think i'm gonna name today's episode (laughs) it's giving traumatized because (laughs) bitch um as y'all know from many many episodes low-key many episodes ago but low-key was recent i was in a situation that was very manipulative very narcissistic very toxic um but a bitch was so infatuated with this man that i just kept ignoring the signs i kept allowing myself to be manipulated to um not saying he was like verbally degrading me but 
by the way that it was tr- the by the way that he was treating me it was a very degrading situation so what i wanted to talk about is um like how to heal from a narcissistic relationship a toxic relationship because uh, the person was very like i said he was he was he was a narcissistic cyst <laughs> um he was always gaslighting me to like um i'm sorry um like if i would i would say something to him like I don't even remember honestly but whatever I would say to him like um oh like if he wasn't talking to me or like sometimes he wouldn't even watch my he wouldn't watch my story that's it just actually made me mad because he wouldn't watch my story at all but um yeah he just stayed posting like quotes about him being single or like him having multiple women but it wasn't him saying it but like you know how the pictures be so i'll be like why why are you posting about shit like that when you talking to me and then he'll be like bro you tripping like it's not even that deep i don't even know why you um i don't even know why you uh let social media like determine us and that shit would always you know like like i'm saying he would gaslight the fuck out of me but i'll be like you know posting my pictures posting myself everybody swiping up but it's ass y'all know how y'all know how i'd be like niggas and then my boyfriend like all the niggas be hyping you up and then this nigga is radio silent and i used to be like damn like what's up you don't find me attractive like you know shit like that starts to fuck with your head and you just start questioning yourself you start questioning um them squirrels is driving me crazy i keep thinking something behind me but um you start questioning yourself you start questioning your image um this is really bad but like he will always talk about fat people. And me personally, I've always struggled with my weight. I've always um I've always been a bigger. So like when I started dropping the weight, like of course I'm gonna start feeling confident, but that's always where our biggest critics. So I will always feel like I'm still big. Da-da-da-da-da. But he will always talk about fat people, how fat people are disgusting. I'm sorry, like, this shit is horrible, like, when I'm talking about it. (laughs) But I would always be like, damn, bro, like, you know I used to be fat, right? Like, so, not saying that I was working out hella for him, but I also was working out hella to, like, keep myself up. (laughs) Um, but yeah, y'all, it's just like... Um, once things broke off or whatever, first of all, it ended in the most, (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, it ended in the most, um, it it was a lot of like, uh, 
I don't even know how to describe it. Just know that it ended in an interesting way. Um, but I realized, like, with most of my relationships, whenever, like, I stop talking to a person, like, I literally just be acting like they don't fucking exist. Like, the situation never existed until, like, I could be thinking of something. I'd be like, oh, damn, bro, like, that did happen. Or, oh, damn, bro, we was together. And, um, fully, I feel like I never, ever deal with them. I never heal from them. And so, at times, I'll be feeling like, well, I know this is true. But, at times, I'll be feeling like, um, the reason why I I have so many recurring problems in relationships is because, like, first of all, like I said, I never deal from, I never deal with them. I never heal from them. Uh, I got like an ugly ass, congested ass, nasal problem. And it's been going on for fucking two weeks. Like I'm actually getting upset because why are you still here? So like when I talk, <laughs> when I talk, it's like bubbles. Anyways, that's disgusting. But... <laughs> But, um, yeah, like, I I don't heal from them. I just, like, mm -hmm. I I, I ignore it. Like I said, I be acting like the person don't exist. So, like, when they be coming back around or whatever, I really play them to the side, bro. Because, like, why are you talking to me? Why? I mean, there has been a few little flings or exits that, um... I will engage with but I don't even do it no more because at this point it's like bro why do you still want to be toxic like I'm actually over that shit at first you know not saying being toxic was cute but it was like oh he he leaves me but he'll come he still comes back so this nigga can't leave me alone like no that shit is not cute that shit is not okay and one of my biggest things is like I just like people to be fucking consistent because I'm gonna always be consistent with you and if I'm not I'm gonna fucking let you know that it's a problem now but um I kind of take that lot back I I will let you know it's a problem but see like I have my toxic traits too like if I'm not feeling a nigga sometimes I'll just like um I don't know. Everything he does just starts to fucking irritate me. And I'll be finding myself just coming up with shit to argue about. But for the most part, I'll be like, bro, I'm just not feeling this. Like, I'm sorry, but y'all. I'll probably be like, damn, this bitch still sick. Ugh. But, um. Damn, I don't even know what I was about to say. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, um, I realized that I hadn't dealt with this situation, um, probably because I feel like even when we was quote unquote together, it was still, um, hmm, I just thought about something, but even when we was, um, off and on 
Y'all, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. I'm a, I'm a, I keep fucking forgetting what I'm about to say. <laughs> I just thought about something and it threw me off. But, um, yeah, I didn't deal with the situation. Probably, be, oh, that's what I was about to say. Probably because, um, like in the times where we would quote unquote break up or we would stop talking, like I would deal with it then because it was fucking sad you know but at the same time I already knew that it would be back and that's just that's just that uh that shit just bothers me like I hate that I hate that shit it's like once I cry over you bro like it is just not the same no more because what the fuck am I crying over you for if it's not cheers if it's not tears of joy then honestly you have me fucked up because uh, I fucking hate crying. Like I do not like to cry. I don't know why. But crying is really good. It's good release. But like I don't like crying when I don't want to cry. But when I do want to cry, it don't happen. Man, it'd be annoying. Anyways. So <laughs> um Yeah. But when it happened, it first of all the situation itself was fucking traumatizing so i think like a way of me coping or my coping mechanism is just to act like this shit don't exist and just to you know find different ways to like distract myself from it instead of actually sitting in it and actually validating what the fuck happened to me during this whole the whole months the whole situation him itself like even me um growing feelings for him and being scared in the beginning because y'all listen even though i be having hella niggas and i've had hella situations let me not say hella but i have um I don't be like connecting with niggas like that like I can like you but if I don't like you like you then it's like it's always gonna be something about you that just fucking turns me off and so um with him bro it was just like nothing you can't tell me nothing about my man like that was my man that was my nigga I just was like oh my god like this is this is the one I was telling my friends like that's really my baby like y'all the thing about fucking narcissists is when you first start talking to them you really fall in love with the person that they presented to you like this nigga was so attentive he was always like just being like uh he was being consistent let me say that and that that right there is like my number one thing like as long as you consistent in what you doing you don't have to worry about me like doing anything else i'm i'm a loyal ass bitch really um kind of but <laughs> But, um, yeah, like, he was just doing the thing. He was doing the thing 
always swiping up, always complimenting me, always talking about I want to see you. And even when we did like first see each other, that's I spent like a whole weekend at his house. And that shit was just like, yep, this is this is what I want to do. But y'all, I'm not gonna lie, it was some red flags. But like when you feeling somebody, bro, and especially when it's in the beginning, it's just like, oh well. You know, you just ignore it. And I was ignoring it. And I was ignoring it. And I was ignoring it. Because at the same time, I still had my niggas on the side. Um, and even though I was liking him, I was still like, mm, I don't trust this nigga. Like, uh, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, it's just like everything just leading up to literally the last time we fucking seen each other. It's, it's really important that I... I really unpacked that shit. And uh, it it is I think I'm trying to like I'm kind of scared too because mm, what is this like a therapy session? <laughs> I literally be talking to myself and like see this is why this this podcast shit is so therapeutic y'all. I don't do this with myself usually until I get on this podcast and um, I just start talking and I'll be like, damn. And I just did smoke a good little blunt. But uh, yeah, I think I'm I'm scared to do so. Um, I'm really not ready. I'm not ready even though it's over and... In my mind, I know it's over, but in my heart, bro, like, that nigga still has an effect on me. He still fucking has an effect on me, and it just bothers me so much. And I think the reason why I really did want to talk about this is because, um, not saying I'm really finding my way back into the dating pool, because I'm really not. Like, I'm not checking for niggas for real, but, um, of course, it's... I mean, it's some niggas. (laughs) And yeah, I I really dead ass had to tell a nigga like, bro, I cannot even do this with you right now. Like, I can't be in a relationship. I'm actually fucking traumatized. (laughs) And it's sad because it's like, I want to be able to like, I don't know. I want to be able to actually experience love, like true love, without having to feel like, bro, I don't trust this nigga. This nigga is, you know, going to play me. This nigga is not really meaning what he says. Like, shit like that, shit like relationships like that is um, what really fucks you up. And that's the problem with our fucking generation, any generations, really. But ours in particular, like is really like a game of who hurt each other more like let's see who can hurt each other more because i'm hurt because my last nigga my last female bitch (laughs) she fucked me up he fucked me up so now i'm gonna fuck this nigga up because i feel like he gonna fuck me because i don't want him to fuck me up first you know so it's just like shit right there is why i just i just i don't know I be 
just not trusting in shit no more. Um, and it's sad because it's like you can have a genuine ass nigga, but I can't even trust that a nigga is genuine. Like, bro, <laughs> don't play with me. Let's not do like these games. Just be honest about what you really want. Like, let's not beat around the bush. I don't like shit to be beat around the bush. Because if you want to fuck, just say that. If you want to be sneaky links, just say that. If you don't want no relationship, just say that. Like, let's not play these games. Like, we too, <laughs> we not too grown. But we is, like, I mean, we not. We should be having fun. But let's have fun and fucking be honest. Like, like I said, I did. I told this nigga, bro, I'm traumatized. Like, I want to like you, but I cannot. I cannot. Like, I can't even get my heart involved with another person and potentially have that person hurt me again. Like, I need to, I need to deal with not only this situation, but previous situations. I need to heal within myself. I need to work on myself. Like, I don't know. Because once shit starts to look a little bit good, I am a self-sabotager. I am a self-sabotager. And it's really not my fault. It's not. Because like I said, when I do that, when I let my guard down, when I actually start to like somebody, like I said, when I like somebody, I like somebody. Like, it's no in-between. Either I like you or I don't like you. Like, I'm just playing games with you at this point. And, uh, so, like, me liking somebody, bro, <laughs> it's a whole, it's a whole different ball game now. Like, you gonna get the, the same me, but to a 10. And it's not even like, bro, I'm finna be on your ass, da-da-da-da-da. But it's like, bro, once you start switching up because you know that I fucking like you, then that's when I'm gonna start getting on your ass. And I'm gonna go from, um, what's her name? Tweety Bird to fucking Tasmanian Devil. And that nigga brought that out of me, y'all. And I, ooh, like, ew. Never. In, a, in my whole 20 years of life, let me even say, um, 21 years of life. Cause when I was eight, I was like, bro, I'm never going to let a nigga treat me bad. Like never. Cause I was seeing how my sister was treated, even how my mom was treated. And that's literally more to unpack. Cause when you think about it, you see generational shit, generational curses. Really? It's not even a curse, but it is a curse, but like they follow you, they fucking follow you. And so like when I see, how my mom was treated by my dad when I see how my sister was treated by her baby daddies you know and then I'll be watching tv and it'd be totally different and I'd be like yeah that's what I want I'm not gonna let no nigga do this to me do that to me do this to me do that to me and it turned out I let a nigga do that to me (laughs) um but y'all I was literally blinded blinded as fuck still a little bit blind like it's like I just got latex 
but my eyes are still healing <laughs> what a fucking analogy but um yeah i just like like i said i want to like this person um but even when we was kicking it a little bit because in the summer yeah this is one of my summer niggas but uh i don't even want to talk about him honestly so i'm not going to but i'm gonna just share this brief little situation but like yeah i was playing this nigga to the side all summer and i found myself being more involved with him and I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But at the same time, I do want to do this. Because I'm a, I'm a risk it person. Like, you never fucking know. But if you know, you know. If you don't, you broke. But, um, yeah, my mom always said, you just gonna know. You gonna know. If that person is right for you, you're going to know. Anyways, like I said, I don't even want to talk about that, though. But, um, yeah, so I really do know now, like, I I can't, I can't let myself continue to go on not dealing and healing and sitting with and unpacking and uh, repacking, you know, reprogramming my mind like I know I need to do that because I don't want to continue on in situations where I feel like I am in the same boat just different passengers like literally it feels like fucking Groundhog Day the movie but um if y'all don't know what the movie is it's when the dude has his day repeated over and over again so yeah like it's like the same day just me trying to change it up but it's literally going to be the same it's going to be the same situations until I fucking learn how to deal with this shit until I learn how to love myself and trust in myself and know that I am one of the baddest bitches walking (laughs) like don't get it fucking twisted just because one nigga he knew so but just because he didn't treat me like that doesn't mean the next nigga won't and it ain't even about the next nigga it ain't even about no niggas it's really about me because at the end of the day bro this is my story this is my life this is my body this is my mind nobody is taking care of me but me at the end of the day so yeah relying on a fucking nigga to (laughs) do things that I should really be comfortable with doing myself like come on so anyways yeah I just had to give myself a little self-reflection you feel me bitch I didn't get my nails done yet okay yes I'm supposed to be getting my nails done today I'm waiting on my friend to drop off my wallet because I left it in her car but anyways so yeah how to heal from a narcissistic relationship i had to look this up because i mean like i said bro i know it's all about self-care self-love journey but it's also more to that like you know like like i said dealing with the the situation 
validating your feelings like i feel like sometimes we don't mm -mm. like it's hard it's not even about being played but it is hard to like damn this nigga played me this nigga got me good this bitch got me good like it's hard to admit that because it's like bro i was blindsided but at the end of the day we gotta stop doing that like It sucks that when we do put our trust in people, they can let us down sometimes. But at the end of the day, I don't even know how to explain it, like what words I want to put together. It's just, oh my God, there's a squirrel right next to me. Hi. Squirrels be scaring the fuck out of me, though. They eyes are so scary. But um, <laughs> it's like, I want to eat this peanut butter. Mm. Um, I don't know. We just gotta stop doing that to ourselves. Like, dismissing our feelings with shit that you was not in control of. Um, Sometimes I, I mean, I used to be like, bro, that bitch is dumb. How could she still be with that nigga? But like, I've been the dumb bitch. But at the time, I didn't feel like I was being the dumb bitch. And even so now, I don't think I was being a dumb bitch. But because it was like, bro, you can really be so fucking blindsided. Manipulation, bro, that's it, it does it to you. Like people can really fuck with your mind. And I never thought I'd be the girl to say that shit. Like, yeah, this nigga got me good. (laughs) But who was I dealing with? Like, literally, he's going to get his fucking karma. I cannot wait. Like, I want to unblock him just to see, like, his downfall. (laughs) As toxic as that sounds, I want to unblock him just so he can see me. But actually, I really don't care if he sees me or not. You don't really deserve to see me at the end of the day, my nigga. But I really have been popping my shit. Like, bitch, you are so sexy. When I really do look at you, girl. But, um, (laughs) yeah. So, I'm on Hello Giggles, whatever the fuck that is. I just looked at the first thing I could really find. Looking back on the aftermath of a complicated relationship can be psychologically distressing because of those harmful behaviors. And that's what I'm saying, y'all. Like, right now, I I really didn't know how traumatized I was until I, like, started talking to dudes again. Um, And not even really talking to them, texting them texting them like I'm not even trying to go that far like I don't even want to link with you (laughs) I don't even want to link I barely want to talk on the phone bro if we talk on the phone just know you somebody I fuck with but yeah so like I ain't been wanting to do nothing because I'm just like oh I'm so timid like my heart is really still fragile y'all And even though it seems like this situation happened like over a year or something ago, 
this shit literally happened two months ago two months ago it's so fresh but I've been so busy like I feel like I haven't even had time to really think about it but um yeah look it says it right here as a result you might want to quickly put your ex behind you or minimize their impact to move on but those rational wounds don't easily go away Later on, it'll just show up as a stumbling block to hinder authentic connection or worse, ensnare you in another narcissistic relationship. See, like it's just the repeated fucking pattern. I actually didn't read all this for the sake of your emotional well-being and future connections. It's wise to structure out a gentle adjustment period to recover from a narcissistic relationship. So the first one is remember why the relationship needed to end and set clear boundaries. So um, I guess I'll do a little reflection or whatever. But I'm going to do this by myself later on. Um, So, yeah, it needs to end because, like I said, I wasn't feeling like myself. Um, I was questioning myself a lot crying a lot being really moody um not really focusing on things that was important and not only the nigga cheated so yeah um moving on so develop self-regulating tactics to soothe yourself and practice self-care so it says it's incredibly taxing to be in a relationship where you're constantly walking on eggshells to avoid potential disapproval or anger. Ooh, I do not know that word. Your parasympathetic sympathetic. I'm gonna look that up. Your parasympathetic. I think I learned that in psychology, actually. But your parasympathetic nervous system might have been working overtime in its hypervigilance to protect yourself. Gently soothed your overworked signals by leaning on mindfulness, deep breathing, somatic body work, journaling, meditation to recalibrate. So, um, I probably, I can't say I journal every day, but I journal about three to three to mm, three. I probably journal about three times a week. Um, I did, I have been trying to journal every day, but uh, when I do journal, it's like, I just detox from the day. I have to detox from the day because I do not like going to bed with a heavy mind. I don't like doing that no more. I used to go to bed mad. I used to go to bed sad and then like wake up with that shit. So, um... Yeah, detox from your day. Reflect on your day. Whatever you felt during the day. Whatever you feel now. Journaling uh, uh, is actually a really um, healthy... (laughs) What the fuck am I talking about? Journaling is actually a really healthy thing I'm doing for myself. So, Yeah. Um, Deep breathing, bro. I will sigh about... 5,000 times a day. People be like, bro, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I just needed to breathe. Like, people be thinking I have an attitude or something, but no, I just needed to breathe. Like, literally, you know? Meditation, I honestly do want to get back 
into meditating. I've been saying that. I need to just do it. I need to stop telling myself, I'm going to do this and not do it. Like, just fucking do it at this point. Um, Take up space and reconnect to yourself. So, it says, if they impose their ideas of how they want you to be in the relationship, you probably change your looks, alter the way you carried yourself, or repress certain personality traits to please them. Me as fuck. Um, yeah, like, uh, I feel like I couldn't even be mad. Like, I didn't even have the right to be mad. I feel like I didn't even have a right to have an attitude because he would always flip shit on me or he would always, you know, play the fucking victim. Big ass bitch ass nigga, bro. I swear to God, that nigga is a bitch at the end of the day. Point blank, period. Um, But I wish him nothing but luck. I really don't. But I'm not going to I'm not going to be that bitter bitch, you know, So it says to find yourself again, expand your world through regaining emotional safety, taking up neglected hobbies and reaching out to loved ones. Remind yourself that it is okay to share your thoughts, wants and desires with your partner. Please do not forget to remind yourself that you deserve to be treated well and establish firm boundaries for undesirable behaviors. So, yeah. I deserve the best, and the best is coming to me. Like, remind yourself of that every day. If you um, are in a toxic relationship, you with a fucking narcissist. You with somebody that gaslights you. You, let's just, just know that you deserve better, honestly, truly. Like, mm, it's one situation with someone um, that I know, and I don't even want to do that, but... Uh, yeah, I found out something yesterday, y'all, and I almost just burst into fucking tears, and I'm honestly about to do so right now, but, um, just to know that this person doesn't think, first of all, like I be saying, just because you got a baby with this nigga, <laughs> just because you got a baby with this, now I'ma just say niggas, cause fuck with y'all, fuck with the niggas talking about, but, just because you have a baby with this nigga does not mean that you have to stay and endure a nigga being toxic, a nigga cheating on you, a nigga f- making you feel like you're not the baddest bitch in the world. Like he needs to he needs to treat you like that. Like I had your whole baby. I carried this little motherfucker in my stomach for 9 months. And this is how you want to treat me? Like no, y'all. Leave that nigga, bro. Blossom and move the fuck on. The only time you need to talk to him is if he wants to see his baby. Like, so anyways, um, yeah, just to know that this person is enduring being hurt. She's literally not even her same self. Um, when I see her, you know, she's lost so much weight, like. It's just fucking heartbreaking to see, like, uh. But, yeah, no, you don't have to stay in that. I know it may feel like, bro, what am I going to do without this nigga? What am I going to do? Um, 
when he leaves me how am I gonna carry on bitch you don't even realize that once you drop that nigga you gonna notice a whole different person you're gonna notice a whole different person Cause it ain't it ain't nothing to be fucking stressed. And what what young Miami say? You will never catch me motherfucking stressed and something dressed over a nigga. Like is you out your motherfucking mind? Like literally, no, no more of that. Like man, if you're not applying pressure, if you not making me feel like um These squirrels are scaring me, like I said. Y'all, I literally seen a possum last night, and I almost threw the fuck up. I do not like possums, like, real life. <laughs> I'm absolutely terrified. Anyways, so, yeah. If you're not doing your part, nigga, then step a fucking side. Step aside. Like, I don't care, y'all. Let me not say this. Because <laughs> that man was the best stick I, I probably had. And so that's the only thing that my I'm actually really hurt about. But dick is everywhere. Literally. Look at this girl. He's just so cute. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a girl or a boy. Like how how can you tell? I never seen like a little squirrel pee pee. Um, shit. Ooh, it's 11-11. And that's what I've been seeing every motherfucking day. And I'm so happy about it. Because, <laughs> yes, manifestations. Come on with it. Okay. But, um, <sighs> yeah, just get, get, get out. I promise you the situation. You're going to feel so much better when you let that situation go. You're going to find a part of yourself that you didn't even know existed. Like, I don't like the the stronger, I'm stronger and I'm better mindset. Like, uh, it's not even always about being strong. Honestly, truly. That's probably, like, the worst thing somebody can say to me. Like, oh, my God, you're so strong. Like, bitch, I don't want to be fucking strong all the damn time. Like, shit. I mean, I'm not a weak, but I don't want to be, like, labeled as the strong. Oh, my, you're so strong for doing da 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 Like, bruh, I am fighting for my life, literally. <laughs> okay, the next one. Understand why you found them attractive in the first place. So, yeah, like I was saying, like, this nigga was whining, dining, charming me, the fuck? Like, he was, he was applying the pressure. But now that I think about it, he really wasn't. <laughs> He was literally doing the bare minimum. It's the bare minimum for me. What'd she say? All I wanted you to do was fucking reciprocate, nigga. Like, damn. I was giving this nigga a hundred. No, I wasn't giving him a hundred. I was giving him about 93%. But that's still a lot. Goddamn. Like, I was getting probably about 30 so with my 93, I had to carry his 60. Like, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> Shit, my back was hurting. Damn. <laughs> Bro, shut up. I be having to talk to myself sometimes. But yeah, 
why'd you find him attractive and, and plus he ooh, i'm not gonna lie the nigga was fine to me like he's just tall and dark skin and um yeah cancer and i thought because all my close friends were cancers like my best friend is a cancer like oh yeah this 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 might be it fuck no he is a cancer for a reason that nigga is cancerous <laughs> i hope you listening bitch i know he's not going to but just know i'm talking about your ass <laughs> um next one stay grounded in yourself in your new awareness the most effective way of breaking the cycle is to recognize it from the beginning uh checking in with yourself and identifying unconscious motives that might have influenced your partner's selection Hmm. so what toxic traits or what's been presented in your relationships could be presented in yourself Honestly, can I can I think about me doing a nigga the way he did? Do can I think about how that nigga treated me? Mm, let me see. I don't. I mean, I've been toxic, but honestly, yeah. Let me, let me shut up. The maximum recording time for segments is sixty minutes. Okay, I hear you. Um. See what it means about your own sense of worth from being involved with someone who has a commanding presence. People-pleasing patterns are also deserving of exploration. I'm not really a people-pleaser, honestly. I do everything by my motherfucking self. I do everything on my own, so. But, yeah, that's about it. Um, It was good, though. Like, let yourself grieve. Stay away from the person. Start building up your uh, self-esteem. You got to exercise, y'all. I'm talking to myself right now because I really stopped. And honestly, exercising is really therapeutic. I wouldn't even lie to you. like, Because it's like you can have a hardcore-ass workout be tired as fuck but that tired be feeling so good like um whatever i'm i'm gonna go back Uh, (laughs) accept your thoughts and move past them so accept that that nigga hurt you it's okay it's okay to say that like damn he hurt me he hurt my motherfucking feelings it's okay to say fuck that nigga it's okay to say that you still care about that nigga like validate your fucking feelings stop feeling like you weak or you you a dumb bitch like and the thing about it is when you be having your friends sometimes you have the friends that be like bro are you dumb and sometimes you have the friends that be like it's okay like i understand and it's really not for anybody to understand but you as long as you're healing from it as long as you are the one that's taking the time to like Validate yourself. Understand, like, that situation was traumatic as fuck. And it was. That relationship was traumatic. And now I have to work on rebuilding myself. Um, But, like, I'm still dealing with him. Like, he's still lingering. 
And one thing in specific is my fucking car. My car is still lingering in that relationship. And I really just want to get rid of it, but I don't want to get rid of my baby for real. I'm sorry, y'all. I cannot go into details about what happened, but um, <laughs> maybe I will eventually when I don't give a fuck no more. But um, no, nah, I won't because I'm tired of telling that story, honestly, truly. But um, yeah, I just got to let go. I got to acknowledge and I got to get let go. I gotta reprogram that shit and like stop thinking about it in a negative way like he was an experience he was an experience <sighs> and it's hard for me to say I'm grateful for that experience because honestly I mean I am I am I did learn a lot about myself um I also learned that like you you can be manipulated you can be like a nigga a bitch anybody can really make you feel like a whole different person that you don't even recognize no more i did not recognize myself i was quiet i was always in my head like oh my god my thoughts was eating me up y'all oof Mm. so yeah um have a strong support group honestly my friends um i think they um think that (laughs) i don't really be wanting to talk about it so like (laughs) with one of my friends in particular she was like you know, I feel like we never deal with your niggas. Like, once it happens, we might talk about it for a little bit, but that's it. Like, we just act like they don't exist. Like, we take them off the radar. I'm like, bitch, we really do. Like, this girl, I shout her out all the time. Even my bestie. <laughs> my bestie and my sissy poo. These bitches have been through all my fucking relationships. Like, um my bestie especially (laughs) but um i don't care i'm gonna name drop her leah um yeah like this girl has been with me since freshman year and freshman year is when it all started literally so (laughs) yeah like we just like move on like whatever that nigga did not exist like until i could like bring up some she'd be like bro i completely forgot about him i'd be like girl honestly i did too um so yeah talk about it if your friends like bitch i'm tired of you bringing up this nigga talk about it with yourself shit sometimes you have to be the parent and like tell yourself what you need to hear look in the mirror and be like girl (laughs) come on now like are we really crying over this nigga like really no way jose um be patient yeah i gotta be patient i gotta i gotta actually let myself deal with this shit i'm the type of person that like i said i just you know i might be sad for a few days it might be in my head for a few days but then after that bro it's like it's a wrap like i might think about you a little bit but i quickly dismiss it so be patient with yourself let yourself deal with that create 
goals. I do need to create some goals. I've just been living through life like, <laughs> you know. Mm. So yeah, that's about it. It's a long episode, but it was a good episode. I'm not gonna cap. Um, it was a good episode for me because. I needed to tell myself this. I needed to sit down with myself and actually talk about this. Um, and I hope who's ever recovering or currently dealing with a narcissistic relationship, I hope this really like impacted you in some way. <laughs> For real. Um, that really be like my main my main thing is I really be wanting to like touch somebody not literally touch them but you know y'all know what I mean shit but yeah um <laughs> love yourself baby love yourself because at the end of the day like I always say you only got you 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 are the only one that is literally going to be able to take care of you. (laughs) Nobody knows what you want, for real. Nobody knows what you're thinking, for real. Unless they have, like, magical fucking powers. But it's you in that head. (laughs) It's you controlling the body. So, like, think about what you deserve. Know that you deserve more. Know that you deserve the best life has to offer for you. Stop settling in situations that not really doing shit for you except tearing you down. Period. Um. So, yeah. I love y'all. I really do. I really do. I really do. But, yeah. Um. I don't know why y'all act like y'all can't reach out to me. Like, what's the what's the issue with it for real? So reach out. Let me know what you want to actually want me to actually talk about. Let me know like some guests you want me to bring on here because I really like I know people, but I don't just want my friends to be on my podcast. Like, I actually want like real deal people. You know, I mean they are real people, but like you know what I mean. So, yeah, give me something. Give me something. Give me some feedback on this episode. I'm finna go listen to it right now. Shit. Mm. But, oh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, shit. I don't know. I might do an episode. Don't. Don't. Don't take my word for it, though. I said might. A hard might. I want to, though. I want to say what I'm thankful for. But, yeah. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Eat a lot of food. Um, if you have green bean casserole, I feel sorry for you. If you... <laughs> Let me shut the fuck up. Um... <laughs> yeah, y'all. I love y'all. Um, yeah, that's it. Reach out to me. Let me know some stuff. Tell me what you're thankful for. You know, I just want to hear from y'all. I really do love y'all. Even though y'all don't talk back to me, like, just to know y'all be listening, it makes me love y'all more. And I have to tell y'all that every time I have an episode, that I love you. Toodle-doo. Bye-bye.